Just trying. All right, people, we are back for part two. Thanks for listening through. Got that first hour. I'm already, I've, I've been feeling great, interested in this whole thing. I hope you've been listening and interested. And if you're clicking part two, then you are. So, but we're going to lead into our next spot. So, Joe Daniels, we want to talk about a little about your artists. Is there some top artists that you have that we need to be looking out for? Some some, some people that are going to be come popping up? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I manage uh, this group called Late Night Mafia uh, with Stephen King and Nick Lawrence. Um also got uh got Steven Jets. Uh he's a local videographer. He's uh, he's out here. I need uh, to talk to that yeah, guy soon. He's really out here uh grinding hard, bro. He's been at it. Um it's another guy that uh, you know, I'm helping him with his booking and management and stuff. Um other than that, uh, I kinda in a way, as funny as it sounds, uh I would say advise more than manage, but I kinda advise Bez himself as a uh, what it is that he's trying to become. Yeah. Um, we work very close next to each other, but at the same time, like, I am helping him build this image that he wants to build. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people don't know that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that's good, Not though. to, not to good, like, though. sell him short at all because there's a lot more to him. And let me ask you that. Um, uh, knowing that you're working towards that, like, you have to have a certain, like, um, and it's not even really a mindset. It's more of like a... Impression. Yeah, like almost allowing somebody to work for you in some ways. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but some people need to like be able to sit back and understand that. Like, I said, trust he has the best intentions for me. Like, sit the fuck back and let somebody do something for you instead of always wanting, you know how people say, like, if you want something done, you do it yourself. Like, shit like that. But in this type of situation, you like, like, how do you feel like sitting back and letting him do his work? Of course, you trust him. Yeah. But like, is there. And I'm not trying to call make you call him out or anything, but mm-hmm. I'm just trying to, as, as as being in this type of industry, you have to like trust somebody that they're going to do that for you. So when I when he told you that, or when y'all came to that agreement, like like where does that put you? Like, do you just sit back and wait, or do you still kind of jab every now and then to kind of get in? Everything that obviously me, yeah, I'm a very like fidgety like type person. I'm always moving, moving so I'm yeah, always going to try yeah. to be doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Put yeah. my input on a lot of different things. He might give me an idea and be like, hey, wear these shoes with that belt and that hat. And I'd be like, well, what if I just didn't wear this hat? You know what I'm saying? And he's like, at the end of the day, I'll get to the club and I'll be like, well, damn, I wish I was wearing that hat, you know, because he already knew what was going to happen. So I just kind of have to trust the fact that he does have the best intention for me. And in this business and knowing what he's done and what he's accomplished and what I'm working towards is what he has already been through. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So anything that he says, really, I'm just kind of like, that goes. You know what I mean? And yeah. he's never let me down until the day he does. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put 100% faith and effort into whatever that he says to get me yeah. where I need to be because I know that if I'm not succeeding, he might not be succeeding. If he's not succeeding, I might not be succeeding. If I'm being yeah. brought down, he's being brought down. So we work together. We have to do everything for our best intention. So I'm not yeah. going to tell him something that's going to bring him down. He's not going to tell me something that's going to bring me down at the yeah. end of the day. It's with the best intention, yeah. so I have to go with that with confidence and mm-hmm. run with it as hard as I can. And even if it might look made me look bad, me being as confident as I am, we make it work every time, yeah. no matter what. And and it's almost like again, it's like a pride thing. Um, like even with myself, like um, I know where I'm at with basketball. I don't think I know it all. I I still would love help. I still love mentors that I have around me. But um, in this, both industries that we're all in, or I would say three because I'm in two. Um, you have to be able to take in that criticism, information. Again, let let well, some of it needs to go out one year or the other, and some of mm-hmm. it needs to actually sink. So, with that being said, like 
you you have his like he you have all his responsibilities in some ways. Mm-hmm. So far, you're responsible for me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, are your other is. artists? Do they feel the same way, so, or are you yeah, just kind of taking hype so in that type of way? My management is actually very personal. Um, that's something that everybody that calls okay. So I never I never claim being your manager. Okay. Everybody that I manage has came to me and asked me to be their manager, and whether I've done it or not is off the strength of do I see it in you. Correct. Do I really like believe in you and fuck with you on that? Do I want to invest? Do I want to invest my time into you because Mm -hmm. I know what I'm capable of. Correct. I know what you're capable of. Is it worth it for me to do it or not? Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and be that guy that promises you the world. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to show you. Yeah. I mean, and I tell them this. I tell everybody this that works with me on that level that I do manage now. Yeah. Um, they've heard it a bunch of times. I'm going to give you the option. I'm going to give you the opportunity. I'm going to hit you with the assist. And if you capitalize, you capitalize. If you don't, don't expect me to sit there and keep giving you opportunity. Yeah. You know, and yeah. my patience has run thinner as I've gotten more into this. Yeah. But, you know, that just comes with the game because mm-hmm. um, you just learn a lot. It is a shark tank out here. Yeah. But, yeah, like, my management is very personal. So, like, like I said, um, me and him are, like, we're brothers. Like, we work together yeah. to reach a goal. Um, Savage, King Savage. Uh, me and him, he's actually one of my fastest growing uh, people that I do manage, you know, yeah. he started from a DJ and two years later, he's got a successful promo, uh, company that I help him manage nice. and, um, uh, he's an official booking agent, you know, like it, that's, that's what it goes to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we're still there. We're brothers. Like we work together, like to reach a goal, but I work to better him, Yeah. but he respects and- me and listens to me and gives me my place, you know, mm-hmm. and I give him his. And that's how it is with everybody. Lane, I'm off you too. Um, Nick Lawrence, um, we grew up just, we grew up together kind of. We've known yeah. each other since the fifth grade. Um, around high school, I stopped doing football and sports, so nobody really fucked with me like that I used to fuck with in yeah. football and stuff. Um, so I got a whole new group of friends and mm-hmm. peers, and uh, we just knew of each other. Well, when I graduated, remember I said that I like ended up hanging out with that one friend yeah uh and then like he came in and then i linked up with a couple other friends well nick was one of those people okay. and i hadn't seen him in forever well little did i know this dude rapped mm-hmm. man he fucking kills it he's always <laughs> he's killed it savage. he's a savage bro he's, yeah. he's, his lyrics are, are, are dope off That's top badass. like i'll put him against anybody i really will yeah. i'll put money on it like he's He's a great lyricist, bro. He's he's good at what he does, man. And uh, from that day, I just kind of always kept my eye on him. When Baby Rock started, you know, I got involved with him, and I was like, hey, man, like, you know, come fuck with us, help us out, like, because he yeah. knew what he was doing on FL, because he produced all his own shit. Mm-hmm. And um, he kind of coached me up a little bit. Well, then he went to jail for a couple months, so mm-hmm. he left me all his equipment, and that's when I started to kind of like be like, all right. At that point, I realized I really have to do this myself sometimes. Like, how did you, I, how how was that? Um... Like, that's like leaving a box of toys for a kid. Like, yeah. I mean, how was that process it of learning was, that system? It was really cool, but it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was I would say, yeah. for lack of a better word, it was funky. It was yeah. cool, you know what I mean? Like, and then it was just different. Like, that's like somebody coming to me and be like, hey man, here's this gym, do whatever you want with it. Yeah, I'll like, be back, I'll be back in a couple months. Yeah, that's like, do whatever I, you want yeah. to do with it. Like, yeah, dude, I take that shit saying, with bro. that passion, you know what I mean? It was, it was a trip. Like, it just happened right after we were talking about, hey, we're going to take this serious. 
you know, and then boom, oh God doing jail. his work right there, man. Yeah, yeah. God doing his work right there. And then, yeah, yeah. Been falling and then I'm like, yeah. okay. And then Nick had already taught me, you know, a decent amount of stuff to do something. So I made a couple of my own songs that you know, mm-hmm. certain people who knew Baby Rock back in the day, who knew Joe Daniels and Bez, like those true fans and peers that we had, like they know these songs. Like nobody now knows this shit, bro. Yeah, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where it started. We started working. Then Nick got out of jail. And then that's when I was like, you know what? I made all these connections while you've been away. I'm seeing this path. Like, I want to manage you. So Nick was actually the first person that I wanted to manage. But I never... Was he riding a lot when he was in jail? Yeah, he came out with the heat. How how long was he in jail for? Three months. Three months? Okay. Yeah, that's... I mean, 90 days is a lot... Yeah. If you really and and I explain this to a lot of people too. Well, I explain it more of a six. 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 I I usually four or five months. Fuck, I don't know. I I usually explain this to some to some people that like are going through shit or like going or like are having like a a bump in the road where they can't get over it in business. It's like take everything away for sixty days, and what would you actually do? (laughs) You know, like if you were stuck, and not to say like you're going to jail, but let's say you got stuck in your own house for sixty days. How much work would you actually get done? Like, what would you do? Would you be, would you be, I mean, in any business, you could be writing your fucking ideas down. But in those days, like, what can you do? So when people go to jail, in my mind, they're either going to work their ass, or they're going to work out because they got nothing else to do, or they're going to write. You're either going to write a book, you're either going to write music, you're either going to, you're writing down like a strategy for when you get out in business. And um, there has to be a system like that, I feel like, one day for people that go to jail that are only going to go for like a year or two. Like, those guys need to come out and never go back. The guys that are going for, like, 10 years, like, that's kind of hard. I mean, I can't, I'm not going to get too deep with that. But think about that in some ways. When I, I, I think about that and I tell people that. If you, something was taken away for you 60 days, but you still had your same mindset, you still had your same body experience, what would you do in those 60 days? If, if, you, can, if you can be on vacation for 60 days from your job but still get paid, what would you actually get done? You know what I mean? Things like that. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm curious about that. But So he came out strong, came out strong. Again, things going with, with Lawrence. Um, and so he's yeah, one so of your top guys now? Yeah, so I managing him, and uh, yeah, he was top guys. Yeah, he um, he was the first man, and uh, the idea with him, and this was before he even went in, he had started this little group with his friend uh, Josh and uh, this other dude, Noel. Uh, Noel kind of stopped doing music, you know, he had a baby and stuff like that, like he's living his life. Um, Josh kind of, from what I know, got an experience that he didn't really like, went away and readjusted his mindset mm-hmm. and now he's coming back and he's you know better than ever yeah that's badass yeah. man like and reinvented himself yeah you know all power to him I, mm-hmm. I fuck with him heavy and uh Nick you know kind of started doing what he was doing like I said he ended up going to jail shit so he was involved with whatever he was involved with and that's when me and him were still tight and so he was always telling me about their little movement that they had which was 2A in the mob yeah. T- 2 a.m. Uh, mafia. mafia. 2 a.m. Yeah, 2 a.m. Late night, that late yeah. night. Yeah, late night. Yeah. yeah, so that's the whole, like, that's where that started, right? Yeah. And so that's really when I was like, okay, I want to manage artists. Mm-hmm. You know, this was before I ever met Savage, before I thought about, build, like, working with him as far as, like, building him into something. And, yeah. Like, all these other people, right? Just Nick. And I was like, I can do this. Like, I'm going to make it happen. And then... um Late night just kind of formed. Late night mafia, mm-hmm. and and then um, Stephen King hit me up because during late night mafia being built and we we're trying to like figure out how to do that and do that the right way. We did a couple shows here and there, whatever. Yeah. whatever I met Savage, and whenever I met Savage and I started getting these connections, I started to try and f- 
bring my artist into this yeah. stuff, you know, like get the music yeah. plays, get you, you know, maybe some performances or just a connection to where I can bring you into this, da da da. Well, this kid, Stephen King, hits me up out of San Antonio out of random and never heard of him before, never mm-hmm. seen him. Hits me up on Twitter and he's like, hey man, uh, I see, you know, you manage this guy, whatever, whatever, like, and he's talking about Savage and he's like, uh, I was just wondering if you'd be interested in managing me. And I was just like, man, I never had nobody hit me up like that. He's a random, like, I don't know, bro. Mm-hmm, so then, yeah. like, I go to search his stuff. Well, he had a song with a feature of a local artist that, you know, had a lot of buzz at the time. Mm-hmm. He still, you know, has his buzz right now, but uh, his name's Mateo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mateo's son out of San Antonio. And uh, I was just like, okay, like, maybe he has something. So I listened to a couple of his songs on his SoundCloud, mm-hmm. and I fucked with them for the most part. And I was kind of, like, thought about it, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to challenge myself. Like, I'm going to see if I can so do, can do this. Make something this is somebody I don't know, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I really wanted to challenge myself. Um, I did it with Savage. We were building something. So I was like, all right, what's another chip? What's another yeah. play? And so and you might build even more. Exactly. You know, learning from the process. The team. And even if you fell, you learn from your failures so you can better. Yeah. Maybe in the future, build another guy like this. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Was like, my thing has always been to have multiple investments, multiple mm-hmm. things going at once, um, and to put my best foot forward in each one because that's, that's how you're going to get somewhere. Do you feel like you always got to be doing something? Yeah, uh, like you, like... So can't Yeah, bro, like, that's why I can't drive. Like, I I barely get sleep. Yeah. Like, I, I don't really necessarily consider it sleep. It's more like naps. Exactly. I just exactly. be going. Uh, I don't really... I'm, everybody that knows me knows I'm horrible for time. I'm all over the place, man. Like, I, I read a study the other day that people that are, like, right on time and, and that are entrepreneurs are the ones that work at the best. Yeah. Because they're always on the ball of things. Like they try to fit in as much as you can. I always tell people, max out your hours. You got twenty four hours a day. How many hours you're actually working? Yeah. You know what I mean. I get forty five minutes to come from home to here, and go to my basketball practice or go to my next event that I got to go do. And people like will be like, dude, like how do you do that? I said because I got to. Like I honestly keep going. You have to. I have to. You know what I mean? Like owning my wrestling business and then running my basketball business and then doing podcasts, trying to make sure I'm keeping up with that. And then also work my 40-hour job. What I was trying to explain uh, uh, in the part one earlier, I kind of got off track with it, was I had so many jobs, man, from basketball that I would lose because I wanted to coach. And then the wrestling was getting involved. I was like, man, I don't have time to go and promote because I'm here at work. So I was going through jobs here and there. And then eventually I had to just learn how to make it all work. Yeah, I got to work a 40-hour job. I got to pay my bills. I got to live. But then anything extra comes out of anything else, that's just hopefully a plus. You know what I mean? So I had to learn that. Lost a girlfriend over it. Lost friends over it. Lost good oh, yeah. jobs over it. And I'm happy where I'm fucking at. I, I mean, shit. My grind's probably been the strongest over the past three years yeah, when I actually it. lost people. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, this shit's growing. You know what yeah. I mean? And the, the people that don't realize that are the people that are not around no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. The one, my, my ex was really strong-minded with allowing me to do what I wanted. I just couldn't put everything in the right places. And again, I don't I don't regret it one bit. You know, I have to feel like some, there's always somebody to get out there for anybody. But I will find that one day. But right now, it's fucking grind time. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking grind yeah. time. Stay focused. Yeah. yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Know and what you can handle mm-hmm. when you can handle And this badass, and I say this because for as young as y'all are, having that mindset, I wish I had that. I had it. I just didn't know really how to use it or understand how much of it I had. Mm-hmm. And I mean that because, again, I was still grinding. I was still pushing. I was coaching three fucking teams at a time. 
I was still doing my, my wrestling. I was building Blockbuster Wrestling. Like everything was still going at that time. I just didn't know that I had it. But when somebody started telling me by the time I was 20, fucking busting your ass. Hey man, this was just in backyards. Now you're gonna fucking, the Knights of Columbus. Oh man, you used to just rest, coach kids at the parks. Now you're in gyms. Like there's always been a build. You see that. And I didn't have nobody great. really pointed out to me. And I was just working. I never really actually put it on paper and was like, this is the goal. So when I finally started figuring that out, you're like, oh shit, that's the big picture. Like my big picture is I own my own gym and my own, literally my own basketball gym in three years. You know what I mean? Because out of that gym, I can have wrestling events. I can have fucking concerts. I can do, I can rent it out for people to go and do things, but it could still be a gym. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 we definitely could. But that, that's what I'm saying. You, that's badass that y'all have a strong grind and y'all understand it and you understand the build. Some, there's so many people that you're going to meet and they're so focused and intact, and intact of what's happening right now where a person like me, I'm worried about five, ten years from now. Like yeah. everything that I do right now needs to be focused on that five and ten years and more people are worried about next week. More people worry about next month. No, I'm worried about fucking years from yeah. now. We're always talking about that. Yeah, we're talking about our three-year plans and stuff. We have some set, some stuff set in order. We just have to keep it in order, you know. We're real bad about knowing that we can do things on the fly and knowing that Okay, let's just go out and do this like this podcast. We want to just come out here. We're bad about sitting down and taking our time to plan things out because we just do it so fluidly. Yeah, yeah. No matter what. So it's those are some stuff. things we're working on right I'm now. Trying right? to be on my Jay Z shit. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. And I, and I and I and I. It's so funny because when I explain to like oh man, and I, I explain this to a lot of my friends because dude, they sold a lot of drugs, man. But <laughs> I would tell them you got to have that Jay Z effect. And they're like, what are you talking about? I said Jay Z found his grind by selling drugs. Plain and simple. He busted ass. He ran the streets. He sold his drugs. He built his own like empire, empire in his in his head. And when it came down to it, hey, let's put this towards something else. Let me go rap now. Let me go put my money towards rap. And eventually, he makes it. And he tells that story just like I would. He sold drugs, blah blah blah. You know. But that's what it is. It's Jay Z effect. Like yeah. turn something that could be bad into something great. Yeah. And everything that I've done um, to just give you a little bit of knowledge towards this. When you're going through a fucking bad patch, whether it's a girlfriend, whether it's life, whether it's job, whether it's a bad contract, whether it's something bad, gain something out of it. Mm -hmm. No matter what, gain something. Like one thing out of the bad, you know? Like my, you, I kind of wanted to feed into this a little bit more too, was like how you were saying you were living in your car. Like I was the same way about 18 months ago. Like I was living in my car. I lost, well, I was maybe a little bit longer than that. I lost my girlfriend. We had a place together. She was in the house. I had to go stay at another friend's house. But I wouldn't like to be there. I don't like being in... That's how I was. I had I didn't like, to stay by. I didn't again. like to be in people's... Their routine. You know what I mean? So... Or their, their living. So I literally would sleep in my car some night. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want to be in that. I, and then... uncomfortable, right? And another thing was... In my head, I'm like... You're fucking homeless. What are you going to do with your life? Like, you going to fucking stay sleeping in your car every night when you go out and party? Or do you want to get your own place one day? Like, and that's what was in my mindset. And when I put that in my mindset that you're homeless, dude, it was fucking, let's go. Like, it was, let's rock oh, yeah. this shit every day. It was doing something. And it sucked, man. I'm not going to lie. It sucked. I want nobody to ever go through that ever in my life. And I preach to people don't do that. But if that's what you have to do to put yourself in a situation so you can get out of a situation, that's the shit you need to do. And some people won't do that. They want to go with the comfortable thing. Oh, let me go stay with mom for 10 12 months 
or with mom for fucking seven years and then I'll figure my life out. Yeah. No, motherfucker, do it now yeah. and put yourself through that situation so you can go and better yourself. And that's what I'm saying. That's why like I stay humble and grateful because I am fortunate enough to be on that side where like I am a little more at ease with my situation, mm-hmm. with my well, how my parents have my back and stuff. Yeah. And like I said, like someone, for instance, like Bess, like his story is totally different. Mm-hmm. He came up harder than I did, and I respect it. And I never, yeah. I never undermine him or discredit anybody for what they've been through. Yeah. I just try and understand you, and see what it is that I can do to help you. Yeah. And that's how you know. That's about that's how we get business done. So last question on my side. And this might go a little bit with it too. An artist comes up to you. Question number one: What does that have? What does that artist have to do to keep your eye on that person? Like, what? What kind of grind do they have to have? Like, what? What really hits you to be like, look, I'm gonna actually spend time. I just with like you. to see you multiple times. Consistency. Consistency. Yeah. If I see you in the places that I'm at, consistently. There's a reason you're there, and I yeah. and I and I, I'll notice it. I notice everything. Yeah, like I said, you can't get much by me. Mm-hmm. I'll notice it, and then at that point, you know, I just start watching. I'll pay yeah. attention. I'm not gonna come up to you and say hi to you. I know who you are. Mm-hmm. I know people. Like I know the names. I know what your Same history. Same thing you is. did the bezel. Exactly. <laughs> I see. I, I I find. I oh, I'm this is open. your name. I'm gonna talk yeah. to you. Yeah. This is yeah. your name. Cool. This is what what I know about you. Cool. This is what I found out about you. Cool. Yeah. All right, now I know about you. Let's see if that's really who you are. Yeah. And I just kind of just get to know somebody like that from a distance before I even fuck with them because I'm not going to invest my time for no yeah. reason. I can't. Yeah. I, I got to hold myself at that value. And so, and that, that that's kind of two-sided there to a point to where you allow that with, with Bezel, with, with Hype. Mm. You learn that like, oh man, I heard so much, but... He wasn't like that. The book was you were, it, was it was just a cover that you were it was, seeing, it was you know. Wrong, so do you so do so now going through that, do you feel that you're going to do that with other people or do you kind of like you said you're yeah, like more I said, sit like, back? Now to this day like I just sit back and like I I you know, I just let you play I let you play your own cards. I let you make mm-hmm. your own fate. Every relationship is your own personal relationship with me. I don't care what people say about you, yeah. their opinions, what stories I may know are true or not true, like whatever, whatever. If you're good to me and we have a good relationship, then that's our relationship and that's that. Yeah. And I give everybody the courtesy until yeah. you give me reason not to trust you. See, and that's why I hate like uh, mainstream media or stuff like that. Like, because we all see somebody a certain way and you, you, if you know, like if you do some study on where they came from and what their work ethic is... And then they do one thing wrong, like that. If people need to understand that it only sticks around for so long, and then they forget about it. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point about the media shit. But um, if you look at that in life, that's the best thing to do too. The only thing that sucks is when you're in a small town or when you're around the same people over and over. It's kind of hard for them to change their mind about you. And I'm sure you understood yeah, that with your brother and so much too. Yeah, there's a lot of so we gotta show them. Exactly, show them. you got to show them up. You know what I mean? So okay, so you see that in a person. How how long? Um, let's say an artist comes to you, he's only been rapping for six months, and then you have another rapper that comes to you, and he's been rapping for three years, and you can only choose one. Like, what, other than the fact of what you explained before, like, does, does the experience um, overdo the six months? Like, like how would that affect somebody? It, it's the potential. It's not yeah. necessarily your experience, because I can get up there and rock on the stage. That's yeah. something I learned. I started having to rap. Yeah. yeah. You can get up there on the stage. And rap. You can get up there on stage and mix the board. You can get up there on the stage and run the shit. 
Yeah. You can do anything, but how well can you do it? And it, are you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can just tell them. You can tell them people. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. I can just tell, like, sure, if that six month kid goes up there and he fucking rocks it, mm-hmm. and I just see the potential, and then the, th- the three year old, whatever dude, goes up there and he does just about the same level as that kid. Yeah. I got a lot more time with, uh, with little man. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're gonna learn. He's gonna, he's gonna, he, he probably learned it a little quicker than, yeah, the guy with the three years. It just is what it is. Like, you yeah, just, you gotta look at it at a business standpoint at that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's another thing. Like, I realized, like, me making the decision to be behind the curtain and be the management and, like, step out of the spotlight and put everybody else into it that I believe deserves it and can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to, like, I had to cut myself down yeah. from, like, that that lifestyle. I had to get a very business mindset and learn how to work with people on that level. Just like you said, like, you mm-hmm. you you know how to read people. Yeah. I had to really coach myself up on that. I had to coach myself up on my professionalism, how mm-hmm. to carry yourself, how to present things. Like, there's still a lot of shit I'm learning to this yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, and you're Vo- always going to keep As simple learning. as vocabulary. Yep, like, yep. As simple as proper vocabulary and, mm-hmm. and context, like yeah, just you, what it is. And so, like with myself, uh, this is so funny, but I never realized this about myself until like uh, my mom told me this about four months ago. This lady came up to her and was like, "Hey, um, uh, you know, I see your son everywhere. I see he's doing putting his face in a lot of things. Um, how does he have so many personalities? Like he has so many characters." And my mom's like, "What? What do you mean? Like, my, like what do you? What do you? I don't get what you're asking." She goes, I, I, she goes, I literally saw your son in three days. I saw your son every day, three days straight. I saw your son. First day I saw him, he was at MBU and he was working his job. Love customer service. I can talk with anybody. I already told you I, I'm a big talker. So she saw me that. She saw me, I'm dressed up, tie, you know, she saw me all, you know, businessman now. The next day, she sees me at a Mexican restaurant and I'm having a meeting with one of my uh, wrestling sponsors. And there, I'm all in my wrestling stuff, just like I am now, kicking back, you know, just very casual, dressed out, see her, say hi, blah, blah, blah. But she, I guess she saw the way that I was talking. So then the third day, she goes and her son, or her grandson, plays basketball. And then she saw me on the court. <laughs> and so she and she saw how my enthusiasm was there. She saw how I work with the kids and how I push myself and do things like that. She goes, but every time I saw him, it was something different. Like, he had to present himself something different. And so I sat back and my mom told me that I'm like, son of a bitch, like I actually have a shitload of, I changed the way I talk, I changed the way I think, I changed the way, I changed my vocabulary. Like I don't cuss much around my basketball kids, but when I'm around a wrestler, oh man, it's it's like, there's no such thing as a vocabulary with these guys. Some people like, some people like my ex, like, I love that woman that she like got me through a lot and she's still there as an influence in my Mm -hmm. life. but she always told me, it's in times, she would tell me, you know, you're a chameleon. And mm-hmm. I've heard that before, you know, yeah. because you do have to switch roles and be these different type of people in person to be able to handle these type of people. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it comes down to who you are as an individual. Mm-hmm. That's why, I, like I said, and I'll say it again, like, stay humble. Good business is reoccurring business, mm-hmm. and you got to remember who you are, but there's nothing wrong with sharpening your skills mm-hmm. and making yourself a, a better 
I don't know. I mean, like, whatever you would want to say. Just make yourself more versatile. Yeah. As yeah. far as, like, being able to work with whoever you need to work with. Utilize mm-hmm. your best Yeah, abilities. you know? Like, I'm friends with everybody, bro. Even through high mm-hmm. school, growing up. Like, I don't have an issue with people. Like, Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, like, the same way. I can get along with yeah. anybody. And the only people that are going to dislike you are people that don't, are hating on you, are people that want to do the things that you're doing. I guess. Yeah. And even and though I've never had an enemy, as far as I know. Like, Really? Yeah. That's good, though, man. And I, I think, I think in some ways... Um, um, with you being, and again, not a bad thing, but you being so quiet too in some ways, like that, that's the way it is as well. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I say that, every time I've, and I confronted you, but like we see each other, you know, somebody's always talking in y'all's group and then like, it's almost like somebody has to talk to you for you to talk back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's not a bad thing because I do the same thing in the wrestling business. You have to do that. Like you sit back and you just let everybody else talk until it's your time. I learned, I, I, I went to Corpus one day and went to a wrestling show and I go in and I'm like introducing myself and being the dumbass that I was and not, not knowing the business that I should have known at the time, I'm like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm the promoter for New Broncos and I work for Buster Wrestling, I'm the owner. All right, cool. And then, like, some guys took it like, what the fuck is this motherfucker, like, trying to come in here acting like a badass? Like, yeah. he was a company. And I learned from that because at night we had a ro- battle royal. I go to the ring and the guy, like, I thought I was over being badass here, comes to me and chops the fuck out of me. And, like, you know, because when you're in the ring, like, you're literally, like, working and you're beating the shit out of each other in some ways. <sighs> But it's still a work. Like, at the end of the day, it's still a work. So I learned that. And when I went to the back, one of the guys was like, you realize, you know why he chopped it at hard, right? I was like, yeah, I figured it out. You know what I mean? Like, I learned a lesson today. It's one of those things, too, you know? So, but as you're going through these processes of, of, of dealing with certain people, um, everybody's going to act differently. He's going to act differently. You, you know, uh, you know, Lawrence is going to act differently. You know, the other, uh, King Savage is going to act differently. Like, you learn how to adapt to these different personalities being in your, being yeah. at the hat that you're wearing. It's right? hard, man. It's, it is. It's, hard. it's very difficult. It's very difficult, but like I said, um, you should put your best foot forward on everything you're working with. Yeah. You got to know who you're working with. That's why my management is very personal because I have to know you. Yeah. I have to know who you, what your goals are mm-hmm. so that we can reach that because that's my job. And push through, yeah. If I don't know sure. what your goals are, I don't, I don't, I don't know what my yeah. job is. Mm-hmm. So that's why, I mean, that's just how I approach it. Literally know your role, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically yeah. what Everybody it is. has to play their part. Everybody has to do what they got to do in order to reach this goal. Yeah. So uh, what is the big goal locally and... What is the big goal for you to get out locally? Because locally? let's let's be honest, let's be honest, okay? New Braunfels isn't a town where you grow big to be become a big. Well, we want to be more company. involved with New Braunfels in that. the future. So okay, so let me go back. What's the goal for New Braunfels? Do you want to be? Do you want to create something here in New Braunfels and build up? I mean, because you can't do a South by Southwest in New Braunfels. That's for sure. It's, I see that all San Antonio is doing their own. The way but, I see it is, for New Braunfels, we're gonna use the power of entertainment and the shows and stuff like that and that presence to reach a higher purpose which is positivity as a whole correct and it's just like this is where we grew up this is a great town like i've been here for a while he's been here for a while like we've seen it at at its purity and at its worst like yeah this town is, is is we respect it, man. Like, yeah. And you got to win over your home before you can win over the world. There it's you hard go. To win over this town. You hear that? See, I'm born and raised here, and to hear guys come in talking like that towards our town, that's, that's fucking badass. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Too. Yeah. yeah. Born it's and not raised. hard to be, to win over this town, especially, like, the way that it is, it being a German town, us coming with what we have to offer. Yeah. And you know? you know what pisses me off is there's guys that literally your age right now, you're 22, between 
19 and 24 right now that there's guys that I know and they're like, well, I can't make it happen because of this town. What do you mean? Like span. Like, that's why we've outsourced gotta, towards exactly. Boston, San Antonio. Now we're bringing everything mm-hmm. in together. And that's and I'm like, that's bullshit. I said there was no wrestling ever in this town. The only time there was wrestling in this town was when WWE would come and come in the Civic Center in the '80s and bring all Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan. And you you can tell by the way things have changed because I go to the Civic Center <clears> and they're like, no, you're not bringing fucking wrestling in here. Like you're crazy. You're gonna ruin this the our venue. Yeah. I'm like, do you understand what wrestling is? And they don't even understand it. So, like, I'm changing their minds. I'm changing people's minds in wrestling the way they see it in this town specifically. That's, yeah, that's goal. New Braunfels, and I'm going to tell you this right here. I don't know if you ever noticed it this way. New Braunfels is in a big-ass cycle. The moment you can fit in the cycle is the moment you've made it. And I mean that. You go to the fair every September. You go to Wassail Fest every fall. You go to Worst Fest every November. You have all these Christmas events are now happening. In, you just gave you know, the people the key, right? Exactly. So... If you, the moment you get into the cycle of New Braunfels is the moment you make it. The moment you can start making your own events. The Kids Fest, always in April now. Yeah. You know, like I can go on for days with all these events, but fit in somewhere. You yeah, know, they have like, an end. Honestly, with this, it has to be a summer event. New Braunfels doesn't have a summer a summer jam. You know what I mean? Like we're we're like a that. summer town with no true like summer little thing. Like exactly, me, like we, we family yeah. oriented. We we we've, we've had some ideas. This summer, two thousand eighteen, we will be coming with something for New Braunfels. Yeah. Whether yeah, it we'll be, keep that on the down. Yeah. no, no, that's cool. No, that's fine. Down. No, you do that. Do but that because Baby Rock Management yeah. presents an event here in the summer. More than likely, somewhere near. Yeah, downtown. And I do anything I can do to help with that. I think yeah. y'all need to really start talking to Conway's, Justin Wyman, and, and um, uh, I think his name is. Chris. I'm not gonna even try, but yeah, no, the Conways are badass dudes, and and there's some owners, as you can tell, they brought in like Juvenile, and you know they're bringing in the Yang twins. They're really trying to mix up. I mean, they're bringing the Hano artists. You know, of course, they've always done with the Cowboys. I mean, the uh, the um, country music. So, you know, they've, they've always been in that area, but they're really thinking out of the box. Justin grew up on the west side of New Broncos, man. Didn't have shit, you know. And he told me, like, you know, he his parents had to fight for what they wanted and all that shit. Now he's making good money, takes care of his family, they travel. Like, his story is amazing in itself, but he believes in people like us that are young, that have a dream, entrepreneurs wanting to work hard because they're the same way. They're just looking to give us a shot. And that's why not only do I take that, like, with the passion that he's giving me a shot there, but man, I'm not even holding back. I'm going full throttle. We're bringing guys from Lucha Underground. You know, this summer we're going to be bringing guys, hopefully, that are the former WWE guys. My goal, if not this year, next year, is to have a huge event at the Civic Center and bring in guys like Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Sting, have like an autograph session and have a show. That's my goal. Now, again, I'm changing people's thoughts in wrestling. And whether people like this or not, generations are going to change in the next year. And the the new generations are going to come in and are going to understand why we do what we do. You know what I mean? There's too many old folks on our and where people are where the decisions are being made right now in town. And I know once those start going out and newer coming in, that's what we're going to have more leeway. Yeah. I mean, shit. That's yeah. Let's just that's be- the local goal, man. The local goal is to just get connected with these people and make a make an impact as far as like motivation really exactly we want we want people here to uh to prosper in their own way and this is the number one reason why i do the podcast it's for for them to hear people you could look yeah i mean like you could look over there stare over there and like see what's over there you could look right at your feet and Mm -hmm. work with what you got right here there you go there you go that's what it is man 
That's what it is. Okay, so we're going to wrap this up, guys. South by Southwest, March 15th. That is a Thursday at Club Agave. Agave. And that is at 13422 DeSalle Road, Texas. It's going to be starts at 6 p.m., ends at 2 a.m. It's going to be an all day event. We're going to have, you know what I'm saying, a lot of drinks, a lot of. Um, a lot of fun stuff to do, a lot of props and stuff, a lot of games for everybody. It's an all-age event. Um, we've got a couple good headliners, including Blake, um, King Kyle Lee, Third Coast Mob, Late Night Mafia, who Joe Daniels manages himself. Um, we're going to have Young Bambi out there. Sounds by DJ Marley Bands, who's the DJ that I manage. Uh, he's an official Hoodrich DJ based out of Atlanta as well. So it's, gonna be, it's just going to be an all-day party. Y'all come out. We have the tickets available on Eventbrite right now for 25 or we do have physical tickets here in New Braunfels, Austin, and San Antonio for 20 that you can pick up. So Okay, so them. online is 25 yeah. if they meet up with you. Yeah, if you guys meet up with me, we'll do it for 20 bucks. Cool, yeah. man. That sounds shout awesome. Out, uh, shout out Free Season, Ben Wade, King Savage, and Savage Promo, Cam Tastemaker. Uh, everybody is really going to be able to help us make that become possible. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. I I, I, see y'all come out, the whole city. Yeah, Yeah. I I love that these guys are working hard. Like I said, you know, I would run into Bez a lot, you know, at at, at Lone Star, and um, I, like, literally feel like I market everywhere I go. So Mm -hmm. even when I go out, like, I... I really I gained a sponsor two weeks ago for the podcast, which we're working on right now. Awesome. Just by going out, like I saw him went out. Hey man, here you're doing a podcast. How can I how can I give you money? How can I sponsor it? Like, and I'm always going out with y'all, and then you know met you and talked to you about this. So always. it's good to go out and market that way. So it's good stuff. Um, social media. How do we find you on social media? Um, at that's Joe Daniels. And that's on all social media platforms. Okay, that's on at Joe. At, at what was that again? That's Joe Daniels. That's Joe Daniels. Okay. Uh, on Instagram, um, at underscore Lobezi, L-I-L-B-E-Z-I-E. On Twitter, it's at Lobezi. And Snapchat, at Lobezi. Okay. All right, guys. So, thanks for coming by, guys. Appreciate it. I want to do a follow-up probably after the event. Mm-hmm. I will be shooting your event every uh, podcast I do. And then as well as putting you on social media as best as I can. Guys, uh, these are the type of guys you need to learn off of for y'all that are sitting at home watching TV every fucking day. You need to get your ass up, listen to people that are around you that are doing better things than you so you can better yourself one day. And, you know, one thing that I really, 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 really would love for, again, these guys are 22 years old working hard. You got to understand no matter how hard, how old you are, you can always be working towards something and uh, never think that any thought of yours is too small. Um, there's, oh, you know, again, one day I didn't think that I could bring a, a 18 foot by 18 foot ring and bring them into venues and uh, entertain people, you know, and I'm sure these guys were at a point where, you know, they were just sitting, kicking back uh, to a point to where they thought they could go as far as they could. They just got their ass up and put their minds together and probably put some pen to paper and made everything work and now they're, they're they're building and working with their dream so guys there's a lot of people out there and a lot of people out there that can't say that they love what they do and uh myself and it seems like these guys can actually say that we love what we do we and do. we're going to continue to keep doing that so um guys look out for these dudes baby rock management be some good stuff i'm going to be representing them now as much as i can to help them out and New Braunfels, you better be ready because they coming be strong. Ready. We they working hard, yo. Or this is the warning right here. You heard it first on J Rock podcast. You heard it first here. So Alrighty, guys. 
Thanks for listening. Thanks for checking out J-Rock and the podcast. We will be back, and I got my outro coming tonight, and um, we will be posting this literally right now. But other than the outro, we'll be out tonight. Y'all check your latest. People, remember, you don't get today back. Make sure you do something nice for somebody, and remember, your tomorrows are never promised, and make sure you keep dabbing on those jabronis. Check your latest. <laughs>